you know, put some teasers out there. You know, if you have a list or Facebook, maybe give a chapter away or an introduction away is a pretty good way to do it. You know, for giving that introduction or chapter away, you know, try to gain an email so that when your book does come out, you can hit up that list. It's a pretty good thing to do, you know, just without, you know, having a bunch of money or budget to work with. Welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. How can you promote and sell more copies of your book? Hey, content creators, it's Brian Collins here. Welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast. This week, I'm catching up with Carrie Bergeron, founder of Crave Books. Carrie runs a book promotion service, which I'm planning on using for my upcoming book. Now, in this interview, we get into what it takes to sell a book today and how you can use a book promotion service to get in touch or get in front of more readers. Carrie also offers three fantastic insights, which are fantastic if you're getting ready to publish your first book. Does it have a good cover? Does it have reviews? And does it have a good description? You need to get all three right if you're going to convince somebody on Amazon, Kobo or Google or wherever to buy your book to hit the buy button. Now, when I self-published my first book, I actually spent hours trying to design the book cover myself in Photoshop. At the time, I was taking a series of classes and using Photoshop because I wanted to create images for Become a Writer today. I spent about three weeks designing these book covers for my book, and I thought I was happy with the results, but then I showed it to a designer friend, and his reaction was, meh, it's not so good. I could have probably sold copies of the book with what I worked on, but... The painful truth was my time would have been better spent editing that book rather than tinkering around in Photoshop and Illustrator. So I ended up taking out my credit card and hiring a book cover designer to create a better looking book cover for this particular book in question. That's not to say it's not a good use of time to learn about design because if you understand the basics of design then you can communicate to your book cover designer what you want from your book. You can talk about things like font choices, color schemes, themes, imagery and getting the source files which is always important if you're getting your book cover. When it comes to the other two things that Carrie mentioned, book descriptions and book reviews. Well if you're a writer you can write a good book description. You just need to keep it snappy, keep it short and potentially use a copywriting formula. My favorite copywriting formula which works quite well for non-fiction is problem agitate solution. Present a problem, do you have trouble sleeping at night? Agitate the problem, you lie in bed tossing and turning. You wake up the next morning, you're exhausted, bleary-eyed and bloodshot and then present the solution. Well, in this book, I'll explain how to get a good night's sleep. That's a rudimentary example of problem agitate solution in action, but you can apply this formula for your non-fiction books and it's worked quite well for me for selling copies of my book. If you are looking for book reviews, well, Carrie offers a couple of tips in this week's interview about how you can do just that. But basically, Surely there's somebody within your social circle that you know on Facebook or that you work with who can write you a review. Because if you can get three, four, five or six reviews for your first book, then it'll quickly snowball and you'll start attracting reviews organically. And here's the thing. I discovered that once I started attracting reviews organically, my book sales naturally went upwards because it was easier to convert people who clicked on my ads on Amazon. The other great thing about attracting reviews organically is the long tail effect. It's a bit of work to get that first review. It's a bit of work to get five reviews and even 10 reviews. But I looked at one of my books there recently and it had several hundred reviews and I'd long since stopped asking people to leave reviews for this particular book in question. So put a little bit of work in up front, 
Get the wheel moving and you will naturally attract reviews over time. You will sell copies of your book. The other thing is you need to have a good book in the first place. So you don't want to get bad reviews. You need to make sure your book is also well edited, has a good story and is aimed at the right audience or at the right niche. Now, in this week's interview with Carrie Bergeron, we get into how you can use a book promotion service to sell more copies of your book. I asked Carrie all about how Books can help me sell copies of my upcoming book, A Story-Driven Memoir for Young Dads, because this is one that's outside of my niche. So it's going to be interesting to see if I can sell many copies of it up front or if it's going to take me some time. My gut feeling is it's going to take me some time. And Carrie also talks about some of the advice that I just covered about attracting reviewers, getting a good book cover, and how his service can help. If you find the show helpful, please leave a short review on iTunes. If you're listening on Android, share the show with your friend via Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, or wherever you're listening. If you really enjoy the show, for just a couple of dollars a month, you can become a Patreon supporter. I'll give you discounts on my writing courses, software, and books. If you just want to say hi, just want to let me know what you're up to, or you got a question about your book or about what you're writing, find me on Twitter. It's at Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, J Collins. I'll get back to you because I'm on Twitter quite a lot these days. Now let's go over to this week's interview with Carrie Bergeron. So I wanted to dive into Crave Books and how it can help authors sell more books, share their stories, and earn more money from writing. But before we do that, could you introduce yourself and your background and how you managed to write so many books? Yeah, sure. So uh, my background is uh, digital marketing back in the day, and we ended up uh, getting into the Kindle platform around 2010, 2012. We were writing a whole bunch of books. We started in nonfiction. Actually, one of our books in nonfiction was the very first one in that genre, basically, in that category on Kindle at the time. And then that spawned a whole bunch of competition. And it's still actually one of the best sellers in the category. So that's pretty awesome. But in doing so and making so many books and, and getting them launched, we were, we were trying to figure out how to promote them as well. And we, we were trying to get on BookBub. And back in the day, and still now, it's pretty difficult to get on those sites and you know get a promotion, see the needle move on your sales, right? So we decided to create our own platforms, our own ebook uh, daily deal platforms. A couple of them were just Kindle books, Bookzio, uh, and we ended up selling those off and creating a, a bigger project for Crave Books, which is an actual distribution platform. Now we'll work with over twenty different partners to distribute author and publisher books you know across the web so it's it's been pretty awesome i have only used the book uh, promotion service once for my first book and to be honest since then i've concentrated on ads and email marketing how can an author get the best use out of great books or a service like it well, the best thing they can do is just kind of sign up on the site so we have uh you know to sign up to load your books on there to get an author page it's all it's all free you can Put your books up there. You can do uh, a little interview, an author interview, get some exposure. You can actually start connecting with readers through our site. So the readers can follow different authors they like. And then those readers are uh, notified when an author you know, changes a book, you know, edits it, you know, edits the details of it, not so much the storyline. But uh, if they add a book or if they run a promotion or something like that, all the readers on the site are notified. And that's all completely free for an author. So it's really free exposure there. And then, you know, in addition to that, if the authors want to really move the needle and get sales, then they can run promotions through our marketplace with those books that they've uploaded. So uh, we can run, like I said, 20 plus different variations. And right now we're expanding that on a monthly basis. Are those paid promotions? Yeah. 
Yeah, they range from, I think we have some promotions for Twitter, for tweets starting at $3. And then they go up to about, uh, we have some romance, uh, a romance deluxe package, which is about uh, $300. So it's a pretty good range. It has a price point for everybody, you know, and a little something for everybody basically in there. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned romance books. I was talking to somebody yesterday and he was explaining that romance authors can make up to a million dollars a month selling their books on Kindle. So I presume it's the most popular promotion on your service as well. Yeah, absolutely. Romance by far is uh, the biggest genre, the most authors on our platform right now. And, you know, romance authors, well, not authors, but romance readers just consume books. They'll go through a book a day or every other day. And so for a romance author to crank them out and kind of stay ahead of the Amazon algorithm is is pretty important. And if they can do that and they can get them ranking, then yeah, a million dollars is not a lot for actually some of the romance authors we work with right now. So is the book promotion service that you offer solely focused on Amazon or does it also look at other bookstores? So we do offer other stores. So we got we currently got Kobo. Uh, Barnes and Noble, Google, Apple, all the big ones in, in addition to Amazon and all the different countries. And then we actually provide an option for authors to include their own link. So maybe you know some authors and publishers, what we're seeing more and more is they're actually selling books on their own sites as well because they're kind of sick of the Amazon thing going on. So we provide an option in there where they can actually link the books back to their own website if they're selling them digitally on their own. So we provide that option as well. And then we do all the audio options. So Audible, all that. Well, we have a link for podcasts. So there's a bunch that the author can include with each promotion or each profile that they put on the site. Yeah. So one question I have is about the types of authors using the service. I understand a lot of romance authors will be self-published. Well, I'm looking here at your homepage and you have Chris Voss never split the difference. So are you also promoting traditional books, traditionally published? Uh, as far as I... Uh, print or traditional publishers coming to the site, not indies. Yeah. Uh, so we do have actual traditional publishers we work with. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. So they're obviously getting some good benefit out of it as well. Yes. I hadn't heard of traditional publishers using uh, book promotion sites. So that's, that's quite interesting to hear. Do you find that they use a particular package that you have or you look for a particular type of service? No, we haven't, I haven't dug down in the specifics that much on which ones they're using. But, you know, I know fiction is huge across the board uh, and we're trying to expand more into you know non-fiction options for for uh the publishers but uh right now it's, it's mainly focused on those genres so i'm gonna ask you for some book marketing advice for my own book hopefully some listeners get benefit from this but i'm in the final stages of getting ready to publish or self-publish a memoir about parenting it's aimed at young dads all the things i wish i'd known when i became a dad so it's non-fiction going to be a bit of a challenge to market it because it's a bit outside my niche. Would Cray Books work for something like that? Yes, absolutely. So Cray Books would work because we're both uh, fiction, nonfiction. We do have some only, uh, some fiction only options. And then we have some just nonfiction options. So some of our bigger partners on the site will actually, if you run a promotion through them, you can break it down really on a subgenre by subgenre level. So you can get pretty granular on that and you could get into the memoir uh, lists that way. So let's say I'm getting ready for my first promotion. Is there anything I should do to get the most value out of it? You know, put some teasers out there. You know, if you have a list or Facebook, maybe give a chapter away or an introduction away is a pretty good way to do it. 
you know, for giving that introduction or chapter away, you know, try to gain an email so that when your book does come out, you can hit up that list. It's a pretty good thing to do, you know, just without, you know, having a bunch of money or budget to work with. If you have any, any kind of budget to work with, then, you know, promotions are, are the next best thing. Really the, the daily deal promotion sites and each site, uh, I just want to mention this, you know, each site kind of have their, has their own list that works better with certain, you know, genres or readers or audiences. So just because you, you know, you try one kind of daily deal site, you might not get the best results you want. Uh, doesn't mean they're, they're not working in general. So it's, it, you can move on. And a lot of those sites, uh, and we do as well, if you run a promotion with us and you don't get the results you are expecting or want, then, you know, we give you a refund. We'll refund you. You know, it's not like uh, we want you to fail. So uh, then you can, you know, try another site, you know, try another one and you might hit with that list really well. And then you keep that on your list of promotional sites to use when you, when you launch. Yeah. It's good to have a playbook. Yeah. Mostly I use Amazon ads and I've experimented with Facebook ads. Uh, what type of success have your clients or customers seen with their books? Huge success. We've helped create bestsellers to the platform. So and, we, and we've had some, you know, to be honest, talking about memoirs, we've, we've actually run a few that that uh, didn't work well, you know, and uh, we had a publisher in California and that's kind of all they do is memoirs. And uh, we worked with them for a bit and it just wasn't a fit and that that happens. So there were kind of a few things going on with that, but it happens. And for the most part, you know, authors and publishers are having huge success right now with what we're doing. When I sign up for a deal, is it something that runs for one specific day in an email blast? Is that how readers hear about it? So what's unique about our platform is it doesn't have to be one day like that. If you run a promotion, you can actually string together all the promotions across all the partners that you choose. So when you, you know, as an author, you'll log in, you'll put your books and you'll do all that. Then you go to the marketplace and you'll see all the options that are available. And say you select five different areas to promote your book in say, you know, three daily deal sites, uh, a blog network, and a social promotion. Then you have the option to go in and specify what dates you want those so you can stagger them uh, how you want based on what you're doing in the time of week and any other promotions you're running. What we what we see authors doing is they'll do five, eight, ten promotions and they, they try to do the slingshot effect where they'll do one one day, then the next day, after that, they'll do two promotions, then three or four promotions, and five, and they'll try to generate that slingshot action that'll get you into the top, you know, twenty on Amazon for the genre that you're in. So that is actually a really popular technique on our site, and we make it easy because once the book is added and all that stuff's there, we handle all the everything. You don't have to go to the sites and this site and that site and that site and submit all your info. It's all in one place, and it's just done pretty pretty smoothly. What type of budget would you need to get a slingshot campaign to become effective? I'd say for a good start, I would say probably two to three hundred dollars. Well, that's pretty affordable considering the price of an Amazon ad or Facebook ads, but you can spend on those platforms. Yep, absolutely. So with one of those techniques, and we're actually creating uh, some custom packages just for that, you could get in front of between four hundred to five hundred thousand eyeballs on the emails we, we send out to. So it's, it's not too bad at all. That's pretty good. Pretty good. And so you must have spent a lot of time building partnerships with the other book promotions services available to get in front of that many people. Yeah. So we launched in October. 
of last year. And that was uh, what we've been working on. That's one of the things I've been working on since then is getting on partners. And I actually just had two phone calls uh, before our podcast here today about that. So uh, we continue to bring on more and more. And that's one of my focuses because the more options we have, the easier it is for authors to promote, the more they're going to like using the platform. And it just the space has needed it. The industry has needed what we're doing. And uh, it's just it's exciting. Yeah, it's great to have a service like this. Some of the other services that I used a few years ago, it was hard to tell whether it was having any effect. And if, if even if I could trust the service, but whereas your, your one looks really professional and something I'm planning on using. I'm also curious, Carrie, is there anything I should do with a book or anything a listener should do with a book before they run their first campaign? Should they have a set amount of reviews and have the book already selling or can they start from scratch? A lot of authors struggle to get reviews when they're coming out of the gates with their first book. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, reviews are huge. Uh, I've seen it done either way, but a lot of authors have success. I've seen and we've had success with our books. Uh, we'll get a few reviews in there first. So we try to get at least five reviews per book. It's pretty, I don't want to say it's pretty easy to get five reviews, but everybody knows you know, a friend or family member or somebody with an Amazon account that could, you know, get them a review here and there. Uh, there's enough, I think, Facebook groups, free Facebook groups where authors can join to probably get a couple of reviews. And if you can get up to five and then, you know, after that, 10 is a really good number as well, because um, readers do look at those, uh, the reviews, you know, they say don't judge a book by its cover, but a professional cover is a huge one. Uh, we've had that feedback from our readers. They want to see a cover in uh, the description, number one and number two, and then number three of the reviews. So those are the top three things that our readers have told us that they look at, uh, book covers, descriptions, and reviews. So, And actually, on that note, we're working on a review service that we're going to be launching by the end of the year, too. So it'll be pretty exciting. And uh, authors will be able to get reviews through what we call our book club. So... Good idea. Yeah, when I was trying to get reviews of my first book, I had a spreadsheet full of people to contact and I went through them one by one. It took hours, but uh, I got some reviews out of it. If there was a service that could do it or help, that would be certainly beneficial for authors. So you have a lot of readers on the list as well. How did you find or go about building or attracting so many readers to the list? Yeah, so we get our readers through two, two ways, uh, SEO searches and Facebook ads. We run uh, a lot of Facebook ads based on genres and interests and get them on our list. That's the the best way we found to build the list. Uh, there might be other ways, but uh, Facebook ads, number one, uh, search engine optimization for our blog posts and different lists that we have that are uh, reader centric. So they'll find us on Google, click it, and then come over and kind of opt in for our uh, daily deals lists and those sort of things. Interesting. You mentioned that you've written up some books in the past as well. Do you still write today or are you mostly focused on growing Crave books? Focused on growing Crave books. I'm done with the writing. We do have some writers on staff who continue to write books, but more in more of a ghostwriter fashion at this point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And do you believe things are getting easier for authors today thanks to, to your services like yours? Uh, I believe so. I see a lot of authors kind of being sick of Amazon and what's going on in their in their ecosystem there and just looking for other alternative ways to to make sales and to you know spread their brand and their name uh, in the industry so uh, you know going wide is I see a bigger and bigger thing particularly over the last year or two and I mean there's there's Facebook groups now that are just talking about 
going wide and staying wide and, and things like that. So, and a lot of authors, I think I mentioned earlier, a lot of authors and publishers we've run into in the last, I would say six or nine months are actually uh, selling books to their own website more and more as well. So uh, I think it's good. Yeah. They're relying on their own list to do it rather than yeah. on Amazon to sell it for them. So what would be the number two platform after, or number three, I guess, after your own list? Is it Kobo or, or one of the others? As far as, you know, what the number three place to kind of promote with. Yeah. Or to, to sell your book. So if, you, if I'm selling on Amazon, I'm selling on my list. What would you say is the number three? Uh, so w- what we've seen, obviously, is uh, Amazon, number one. Then it's like Apple and Google, two and three in a row. Okay. Okay. And we've surveyed our readers and that's what they like. Uh, Kobo and Barnes & Noble aren't really... I don't want to say it, but they're not on the radar as far as what I, what the readers we've surveyed are looking for as far as where they're going to buy the book. And so that's where the authors should look first to where they're going to put their books, where the, where the readers are at. Yeah. I spent a lot of time creating audiobooks. Found that works very well for nonfiction. Uh, a lot of nonfiction readers like to listen on the go when they're at the gym or on their way to work. Yep. Is, do you find that that's the same for genre fiction, for romance, science fiction? Uh, it's interesting you mentioned that. So we, we put a lot of our books up there out of those 130. It's a mixture of uh, fiction and nonfiction and our nonfiction books have hands down done better than audible format. And I think it's just because like what you're saying, you know, you just want to listen to it on the go. You're at the gym, you're in the car in traffic for a half hour, you pop in a, a nonfiction, you learn something or try to, you know, learn a new tactic or improve your, um, skills in an area or pick up uh, knowledge in something. It's just, it's perfect for that. And so we've seen nonfiction so much better in audio uh, format than than fiction for sure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Now, somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, I'm going to give it a go. Should they use their existing book or wait till they have a new one? That's kind of up to them. Me personally, when I, when I try a new service or something online, I just, I usually just jump in and do it myself. And I'll see what the results are. If I like it, if the interface is friendly and easy to use, I generally don't wait for that. Uh, if it works out, then I keep at it. Otherwise, I, I, I don't, you know, and so that's what I would just recommend. It's like, if you have, if you have any books in your library, give it a shot. If you don't, obviously, and you're writing your first one, then that's a different story. But uh, I would suggest just just try it out. Try it out, see how, see how it is. Yep. And does the person using the service have to go in and change the prices to $1 or whatever it is on Amazon and so on? Or is that, is that separate? Yeah, so we, we don't connect with an API to anybody's Amazon account. So if they're going to run a promotion for like, you know, free or... Maybe their book's two ninety nine, and then dropping it down to ninety nine cents. So whatever their their price structure, they're comfortable with. However, they want to run that, they would have to make the change in their Amazon account, and then the change on our site accordingly. Uh, if you don't change your prices, and it's not that big of a deal, um, you can just keep them the way they are. We do have a feature where we have a, a, a it's a quick edit option actually. So if you after you've added your book and your information on our site, you can always go back in and edit that however you'd like. Uh, but if you've added your book and you've run a promotion, we have an option where it's a quick promotion. So it's actually just one click and you can promote your book. And basically after that click, there's one other option. It's like, is the price still the same or not? And you can change a price within another click. And so within two clicks, it might be three actually by pressing the checkout button, I think, but three clicks, you can run a promotion that you've already run in the past pretty quickly and adjust the price on the fly. So it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. 
Sounds good. Sounds like it would save a lot of time. And does the person have to provide any sales copy for their book or descriptions? Or do you take that from the page where it's already published? Yeah. So we are able to pull in book information with uh, Amazon ASIN numbers. So we're pulling the title, the image, the description. So all that, that can be done. As you're adding your book, you can you can use that feature or you can just do all your stuff manually, depending on how you want to do that. And then we're working on ISBN integration as well. So there's different services that pull in information with ISBN numbers, and uh, we'll be doing that by the end of the year as well. Sounds good. So, Carrie, if somebody wants to get started, where can they find more information about you or Crave Books? Yeah, so they can just go to cravebooks.com. You know, you can sign up for an account there. You know, our platform is is meant for connecting readers, authors, and publishers. And we have uh, a growing network of sites that we can promote to. So everything is free unless you want to kind of run a promotion across those sites. So we do provide the free exposure. We're on Facebook. We actually get a Facebook group. You can search uh, Cray Books on Facebook and join our Facebook group where we uh, talk with authors and publishers in there and give them insights as to what's kind of happening on the site. One of the cool things we do there is we'll provide book covers that have gotten the highest amount of clicks per genre through our site from the previous week. So authors can actually see uh, really high performing book covers. So if they want to do a book cover in their genre or redo their book cover, they can see that information. So we provide some pretty exclusive info like that in our Facebook group. And then, uh, you know, Anybody can email me if they want, carry at cravebooks.com. I'm always available and I'm here to help wherever needed. So thanks, Carrie. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please consider leaving a short review on the iTunes store or sharing the show on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening. More reviews, more ratings, and more shares will help more people find the Become a Writer Today podcast. And did you know for just a couple of dollars a month, you could become a Patreon for the show? Visit patreon.com forward slash become a writer today, or look for the support button in the show notes. Your support will help me record, produce, and publish more episodes each month. And if you become a Patreon, I'll give you my writing books, discounts on writing software, and on my writing courses. Thank you.